What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Yeah. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Yeah. Welcome to You Can Sip With Us. I'm Colleen. I'm Ashley. And you are in busy today. Ashley, what do I need to know? Do you even understand how prepared I am? She has notes. This time around. Guys, I showed up because <laughs> I was rare. going back and editing like a little blooper reel of episode one. And I'm like, oh, this whole thing is a blooper reel <laughs> of my performance. So I showed up. I still don't feel like I have the level of preparedness that Colleen brings. Right. You never will. Never. Never. Um, like, I feel like I'm oftentimes stretching, like, what do I, I don't know what she needs to know, okay? So I feel like nine times out of ten, Colleen's probably going to have better topics, but that one time out of ten, I'm going to surprise the shit out of you, and mine are going to be really good. It's tonight the night? That's not this weekend. <laughs> not this week. Um, should we start with a high? Wait, like a high? a high? Or should we start with, like, when it's a medium level well, excitement? Maybe, maybe like, just build up to the high or, like, pick up. So you have two things I need to know. And one yeah. is subpar and one is excellent. One is basically nothing and one is pretty good. <laughs> okay, let's get the bad one out of the way and then... It's not bad, out. but let's just come full circle real quick on okay. trying to one thing. Oh, yes! Okay, is this so, the subpar one? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for the great one then. This is, I was really hoping you would come with this because, um, yeah. okay, tell me because I don't know anything. All right. Today. So yesterday, okay, so Caitlin and Sean, Caitlin was the bachelorette, I don't know, four years ago or something. She picked Sean, obsessed with them. They are amazing. We love them. Big fans. Yeah. Turns out they broke up. There's been suspicions happening for months now, and I refused to believe it. And then they confirmed it. They released a statement, and that was it. Statement, nothing. No other word. But there was confusing things happening today. She released her podcast. It's called Off the Vine, talking about the breakup. Yeah. Now, I will say I'm not fully satiated. I feel like I wanted more. What word did you just use? Satiated. That was a big word. You know what I mean? Can you describe it? Or- yeah, I'm not satisfied. Okay. Like, I'm not full on wow. what she gave me. I'm still oh, hungry for more. Okay. Oh, that's good. You're bringing your A-game to Exactly. Big word. No. I'm I'm not quite too deep in the booth yet. Just give me a minute, okay? I'm sure the real movie's all I got Okay, so she left you wanting something more. She did. Here's what she said. She fed you a little. She fed me a little. Okay, and I feel like nice of her because she's in the public eye and so she understands that people want to know about it but mm-hmm. she doesn't have to really give us anything except for she, I think she does but um, alright so basically they broke up because there was just some fundamental values that they were not seeing right out on there was just some big underlying things she had a lot of, like she was very kind about him she was like I didn't want to talk about it on my podcast um, because it wasn't mine to share it was a decision we both came to we She's like, Tucker, his dog, will still be in my life. We're going to re-meet friends. Like, it'll kind of, she didn't say joint custody, but she's like, I will see him. She started crying when she talked about Tucker, actually. Their dog, but it was Sean's dog for like 10 years. Six years ago before Kaylin. Um, So I think that means she's going to continue living in Nashville. Okay. I'm guessing is what that means. Okay. Um, And so she didn't give anything solid about, like, what happened. But I think we can kind of guess the fundamental things that went wrong. Well, there's only a few categories that are that big, right? Like fundamental things. Like I would think religion, 
or politics or like wanting to get married or not wanting to get married or children or like the big deal breakers. But I also feel like it could be too, like she is, and in my brain, like I am a big drinker in my brain, right? And I feel like if I were married to somebody who were not into drinking at all, like strictly into fitness, and then got more and more and more into fit, fitness and less and less into drinking. And her brand really, mm. like part of her brand is drinking. It's called Off the Vine. She's yes. a big wino. She's a big wino. Big wino. And I think she probably also, like I do, play it up for the brand. So I don't think sure. she's like, uh, like I see some people in her comments that call her an alcoholic. Like I don't think she's an alcoholic. I think it's fun. It's yeah. fun to drink and it's fun to play it up. She likes to have a good time. But he's been getting, I know, more and more and more clean because he's all about his gym and fitness. And like, mm. I notice like he doesn't even drink when they're together now. And I just feel like maybe that could be a fundamental thing. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and I also say that because my, my husband likes to, I like to drink, my husband likes to drink more than I do even. And that's kind of thing that we've had to talk about, you know, and like the hurdle that we've had to jump through and stuff like that so and we're more similar than that yeah. in that so I think that could be a thing and I don't know what else but I, just, I feel like I didn't put that much but she did say whatever how many months ago when she took the ring off we're going through a hard time and we're working through it we're committed to this relationship she said today when I made that podcast I thought we'd get through it I thought for sure we'd get through it I she's like maybe I even like maybe to a fall just assumed our relationship would survive no matter what also was like very clear to say, I know deep in my soul, I'm, I am going to be happy one day and there's a better road ahead of me. So I feel like that's good. Well, RIP Caitlin and Sean. Yeah. Moving on. What do I need to know? I also have two things. I'm going to do a quick one. Okay. And, and then I'll end with the bigger one after you do yours. So you kind of already sniffed this one out, literally. Yeah. But for those of you who are super sippers and watched several lives ago when I ordered Milk Bar for my birthday, do you remember that? So Milk Bar, go to Netflix, watch episode one. It's about um, this no, woman. You got to say Chef's Table. Chef's Table. What did I say? Milk Bar. I go but it's like, <laughs> the show is, the show is Chef's Show. One is Milk Bar, right? Yeah, you got it. Thank right. you. Thank you. God, I'm here for you. Thank, you. Thank God. Anyway, so head over there. The new season. Watch episode one. It's about this wonderful woman who makes desserts. Long story short, I ordered desserts for my birthday from there. And then the thing you need to know about is they have a cookbook. Um, she has a cookbook from Milk Bar that has all the recipes in it. I got this a long time ago. Oh. I got this like back in the summer. I haven't made a single thing because I got like stage fright. Like I read through the recipes and they're just like crazy. <laughs> it's like there's recipes within recipes yeah. and ingredients with a special order and all this stuff. So I rolled up my sleeves and I spent a while today making the signature thing from that episode, crack pie. And oh, I haven't had it yet because it still has to cool and freeze. And I'm saving you a slice because you didn't get to try it. Um, when I ordered it for my birthday. Yeah. But I have two of them in my kitchen right now. It smells so amazing. So we will know on next week's episode. Yeah. The verdict. We'll be able to report on the crap pie. pie. Maybe it's going to be fresh. Special ingredient. <laughs> you know. Anyway, so that's what you need to know about, you know, what's cooking for me. Wow. So that's week. what you're in charge of for Thanksgiving. Yeah. I, well, and I'm. The default is we're also getting Costco pumpkin pies because they're bomb and you can't yeah. go wrong with that. Yeah. Because there was a lot of ways I could have gotten taken oh. this wrong. It's like separate eggs by hand. Like this was a ordeal. This wow. Was ordeal. Yeah. You committed. You went hard. Yeah. And, we, and uh, probably some people, 
your family are going to be very thankful or very pissed. I will make them thankful. Yeah. If I don't get enough appreciation, I'm going to make it all about me. Totally. And I'm just going to go to the nuts. All right. Okay. What do we tell me your grand slam? Now, I feel like this is going to be a grand slam mostly for for you because you're here in your presence. This maybe is not, we'll see. Okay. So I'm a big, I'm speaking of sweets, right? I'm Mm -hmm. a a big sweet tooth and that's no secret. It's like a legit addiction for me. Um, so I found this new candy called Smart Sweets. Okay. And I dropped off them on my Instagram story. I messaged you. So it's like an entire bag is only three grams of candy and they don't use sugar alcohols and whatever. So I brought your fancy drawer. Oh my gosh. She's opening a drawer right now, right next to us. I had to... I had no idea these were in there. So they, I brought their Swedish fish version. They open, open them and try them. These sour gummy bears. And so this whole bag, what is it? 1.8 ounces has three grams of sugar. There's a lot of fiber in them. So can't go like cray cray, but they're regular gummy bears. Yeah, those Swedish fish are way better than the regular Swedish fish, I think. Don't you think? Wow. I'm kind of over the regular Swedish fish, but these are good. Well, Chad, I got three. Sorry about all the crinkling. I'm not sorry. Sorry, I'm not sorry. These are amazing. And they have new holiday flavors. So you can get them at Whole Foods. Oh my god. And get them on Amazon. But if you want to order them from their website, I do have a discount code. I think it's Ashley Molston. A-S-H-L-I-E-M-O-L-S-T-A-D. You can get free shipping mm. after purchase. Those are great. So I want to try these holiday ones because these are only today. That's the sweet one now. And these little ones, these are sour mm-hmm. trees. Yeah, you guys, they really are. Whoa, they're sour. Trees and snowmen. Mm-hmm. You know? Here's what I'll say. Tell me. This is not sponsored. Oh, not at all. We are actively hunting for sponsors. So, yeah. smart sweets. Hit us up. Hit us up. But we also don't fix our reviews. No. And there is oh my proof of that. Go head over to our Instagram highlights. Click on Nom Nom if you missed it. You'll see a pretty honest review of another sweet treat from last week. Anyway, fakely sweet. These are legit. These are great. Yeah, um, I feel like these are great. Um, and they come like the bags are pretty small, but I love that it's the sugar is supposed to be like one of the worst things for us. Like it's like filling us slowly. Right. It's only three grams of sugar, but it doesn't have all fake sugar. Like whatever it says on there, no sugar alcohols. Whatever, man. I think those are cancer causing. So smart sweets. Avoid those. Smart sweets. Smart sugar. Doing something right. Oh my god. Yeah. So okay. I thought I needed to bring them. Share them. I think the rest of the time should be spent opening these up and just eating every single one. I'm making as much noise in the microphones as we can. Do you know what one of my pet peeves is? Why? But it's not bothering me right now. Mouth noises. Hearing other people eat. You have misophonia. That's what misophonia is. Another big word. Another big word. Like, ah, the dictionary today. Wow. Wow. Yeah. No, misophonia is like heat math noises. I actually don't even like hearing myself. Wow. I really don't like hearing other people like chewing loud. Mm-hmm. I really hate it. Whoa. I, like, okay, we've been friends for how long? And I just just. But, it's kind of triggered in environments like this with the quiet and all you hear is mouth noise. So, like, same. If Chris and I are eating, like, here, right in front of the TV, and there's no sound on, I'll turn the volume up. So yeah. That I can hear myself and I can't hear him. Great. Because I just really don't like it. But anyway, um, those are bomb. All right, guys. So, that's, what, that's my high this week. Oh, my gosh. 
Here's the other thing that I have that right. you need to know and everybody needs to know. So if something about me, I love movies. I love going to the movies. I love the theater. I love the smell of popcorn. I love sitting in the seats. I love absolutely everything about it. And did you do this when you were little? Like, does it bring some sort of nostalgia? Must. I don't know. But my dad and I watched... Yeah. Well, that's what I was wondering, because I know you watched yeah. that a lot. Yeah. My dad and I go to the theater, movies, whatever, a lot. Like, several times a month. Um, so, I am so excited for the rest of this month, next month, because this is when all the heavy hitter Oscar movies come out. Why do they come out right now? Here's why they come out right now. They're going to be top of mind as we head into Oscar season, which is my next favorite season that we're going to be able to talk a lot about in January, February, March. Okay. Also, Oscar season is my, or award season is my favorite season too, and I don't watch any of them yeah. ever. So for those of you who are like, Ashley, you now have a friend in me. I'm going to give you guys the sneak peek, the downloads, everything you need to know as I go to the movies and watch them, the ones you probably really need to see, or at least like what you need to know about them. Okay. So I went to go see one recently. Um, Chris and I went to go see Can You Ever Forgive Me? Have you heard of it? Nope. Has Melissa McCartney in it. Um, McCartney? Who's that? So she's the comedian. Funny. McCarthy. McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. Huh? Okay. So she's in it. She plays... Like, has-been author who basically, and I'm not going to give away too much, but has-been author who hits her stride, and her stride is crime. And anyways, the movie, here's what I'll say about it, is if you want to see a movie that's going to have a lead actress nomination for an Oscar, I'm telling you right now, she will what? get nominated. What? Mm-hmm. She what? Will, her performance will get nominated. Was it comedy? No. And here, well, there were definitely funny parts. And I love it when there's an actress that I like or an actor that I like that gets a role that diversifies them a little bit. Yeah. Because she can be easily typecast. Right. I feel like. And this, the movie is called Can You Ever Forgive Me? But Melissa McCartney, this is a great role for her. Um, She will get nominated for this. I'm I'm just predicting it right now. I don't think the movie will get nominated. The movie is a B plus, a B. Um, she was an A plus. So if you want to see a, again, go for the performance of her. I can't say that I would run to the theater to see the movie okay. itself, but okay. Chris and I both really liked it, entertained the whole time. I will keep you posted as I watch. So just really quickly, some other movies for those of you who like horror films. The other, I think, this is going to be a year for horror. And the two other horror films I would recommend watching because I think we will get some Oscar buzz is Quiet Place, Quiet Place with John Krajewski. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chris and Emily Blunt, his wife. Yeah, yeah. That will get some if you nominations. you don't know, Jim from The Office. Yes, Jim from The Office and his wife. Mm-hmm. And then also, I'm really rooting for Hereditary, which was a terrifying movie. There, Tony Collette's in it, and I really hope she gets a nomination. Anyway, that's all my Oscar buzz for right now. I'm going to keep you guys Oh, my God. The road to the Oscars. Just the road to the Oscars. The road to the Oscars. Um, but there are... Yeah, there's going to be some really amazing movies coming out, and I'm going to see them all. Is Quiet Place still in the theaters? No. It was like a month ago. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it was two years ago. It was like at the beginning of this year, so it feels like forever ago. So where can I get it? Netflix? I don't know. I haven't checked because I saw it. But but it's probably out like wherever on the top television tier. Like, all right, well, I'll do some searching. But it is an excellent movie. Okay. And I'll keep you posted on other ones I think are going to get nominated, and then we'll see how close I get to that. 
I like this. We should also take note of like things that you're calling and how close yeah. you get. Like so, so call, I call. Call. and then, yeah. Call. Oh my god, call, call. Mm-hmm. I. I I'm so not gonna try Tony Collette. You're like I'm not gonna predict Tony Collette's gonna get it. I just think she's an outside shot. She's my hope. She's my like dark horse. She's your welcome. Yeah, I think Black Panther because I think that's still eligible. Will get a lot of nominations as well. I'll, I'm gonna put yeah, that together. Black Panther nominated a bunch last year though. Mm-mm. It might have like been on the cusp for something for someone. Still get nominated this year. But what about a Star Is Born? Yes, you guys, absolutely. I am definitely predicting Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga will be favorites. In the category, oh really? An actor and actress, yes. And if you have both seen of them, yes, I definitely one hundred percent. I don't know. I think Lady Gaga could win. I don't know about Bradley Cooper, <gasps> but he should win because she had to like she sang. I yeah. mean, I guess I mean she also acted, but he sang and directed and played guitar and acted. Here's my prediction. He will not win for Best Actor, but he will win for, like, Screenplay or something. Yep, yeah. yep for Screenplay. Okay. I also think they're going to win Best Song, oh. for sure. And I also think they're going to do a performance at the Oscars, because if you're their management oh. team, you have hello. to. You have yeah. to. Yeah. Um, last and, week, she's, and she's going to say, if there's 100, 100 people in a room and 99 don't believe in you, all you need is one. This is my one. And that's what she's going to say during her mm-hmm. set. Oh, if she freaking wins, yeah. if she does not say that and make fun of herself in her acceptance speech, that's a mess. That would be yeah. epic if she did that. Oh, my God. I have two more she things must. I have to say. Okay, sorry. Really quick. Great. No, don't apologize because you reminded me of something that I have to talk about really quick. Mm-hmm. So there was, like, this rumor. Tom Hiddleston, remember him? Yeah. Taylor's ex-boyfriend? Yeah. Getaway car? Yeah. He posted on his Twitter. Hiddleston, Middleston. I'm screwing up all the last names. I know. This is, don't trust me. I haven't gotten a single one right. He posted on his Twitter a picture, or like a little video of like him and a fancy car. And Perez Hilton was like, if, how epic, how genius would it be if he starred in Getaway Car, the uh, music video? Okay. So like, because it's about him. Yeah. Like how baller would that be for him? Like kind of like the way to get out there. Yeah. Yeah. The big, the big blender. Yeah. Anyway, that one's just... Hey, yeah. And then the very last thing I'll say... Okay. the of that? Zero. The chances of Lady Gaga saying in her acceptance speech, I think, are higher than him starring in that. That would be so badass if she yeah. did it. And I feel like she's kind of like that. Yeah. She would do it. I, I hope she would. I think she'll get serious and do something, because she's been very... Yeah, she has she, been. You know, I think she'll be... Very like, emotional. Very emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, which, whatever. All right, well, she's going to run the table at least at one of them. Maybe not the Oscars, but at something. Yeah. Give us something, you know? Um, I'll tell you the one movie I cannot wait for, and I'll, I'll leave the Oscar talk here until next time. <laughs> there is a movie coming out very soon. Emma Stone, one of my favorites. It's called The Favorite. Um, it is uh, – just go watch the trailer. It looks amazing. Um, I think she will – Emma Stone doesn't release movies in December if she's not in the Oscar hunt, so she will get nominated for lead actress for this role. Know that are like I'm obsessed with that. Yeah. So – that movie, um, if you've seen the trailer for that, run to watch it. I'm going to go out as soon as it's released, and I will report back on if it's worth your time or not. But also message me if you go see movies I need to see. Yeah. Like, I'm super interested in it. So yeah. Okay. okay. Great. Well, I think that covers what you need to know for now. Oh, hell yeah. Right? Um, we're going to take some questions. Mailbag. This is the mailbag. This mm-hmm. is the hot, top- hot, hot topics from As Is Needed by you guys. We asked on Instagram for a question. Mm-hmm. What do you need to know? 
I mean, what do you want to know? What do you want to know? So for those of you listening for the first time on podcast, if you do not follow us on Instagram, head over there. What are you doing? You can sit with us because you're going to miss out on these kinds of opportunities. So we got a lot of good questions today. I'm going to, I picked out a couple favorites. I can't stop looking at my cheekbones. With this contour I learned the last episode. Ooh, this is kind of aggressive. Is it too? No, no. You know, I'm not lighting, but it's not in person. Like, Whoa, really no. glowy here and yeah. dark. Is that the contour? No, it, it's fierce. This uh, is fierce. We're very. This fierce. is, you are Kardashian level right now. I just watched intense. the Kardashian last yeah. night. Yeah. No, but like, they're also like multi, multi millionaires slash billionaires right. for their makeup. So, like, they got a lot level to be on. Yeah. Okay, good. That was Let a compliment. See, see your, show me yours, guys. I was only looking at myself. Oh, really nice. Yours is very natural. It's very good. Yeah, I wish it was a little more intense like yours, but I'm still admiring it. It's beautiful. So if you want to know how to do it, it's another plug again. I did keep the last week episode. Or yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Here are some of my favorite questions. Oh, Megan's on. Hi, Megan. Hi, Megan. Follow Megan. She's the best. She's the contour queen and makeup everything. Okay, all right. What is our? What are our favorite holiday drinks and or traditions? This is appropriate. I will say one. Okay. Well, I'll say two or whatever. I'll start with two. Say all of them. I'll start with one. So a couple years ago, we decided. Um, I don't know, maybe four years ago, to do Spanish coffees Thanksgiving Eve. So usually Wednesday night of Thanksgiving. So tomorrow night is when it would be. Um, We did Spanish coffees. And if you don't know what Spanish coffees are, apparently this is like a Portland drink. Really? Yeah. It was started at the oldest bar in Portland, Huber's. Like a lot of you probably have never heard of a Spanish coffee, which you need to use Google because it's the best. It's so good. And if you are in Portland or you ever visit Portland, you need to go to the restaurant slash bar called Huber's. Yep. And they make... Spanish coffee's table side. So they like dip your rim in sugar. And then they light it on fire and they put like 151 in and all light that the on fire. In it. Yeah. And it's amazing. So crystallizes so the sugar and then they also put coffee, Kahlua, um, I think that's it. 151. And then maybe one other thing, I don't know, on top of it with whipped cream and it's life and it's super strong. Knocks you on your ass just the way I like it. So that's a Thanksgiving tradition. Mm-hmm. What's a tradition that you have? That's like, a, that's a drink and tradition in one. Well, I don't really have traditions for Thanksgiving. Um, for Christmas, I'll talk about my favorite cookie that we always make. And it's really basic, mm-hmm. but give me a peanut butter blossom and I'm the happiest woman in the world. Okay, what is it? The peanut butter blossom is like your classic peanut butter cookie with a Hershey kiss in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I die. And we make those on Christmas. Um, actually, no. I have a favorite holiday tradition yeah i knew i was like is oh this my gonna trigger god me? how did i not yeah, think about I it i can't believe so chris and i usually make a ton of sweets like all these peanut butter blossoms we make this i don't even it's called you call it crack it's yeah, like crack well, it's is. like what's the name right chris it's it's, it's like crack mix. It. it's like ooey gooey no local crack mix i think that's what it is it's yeah okay good i think so it's like Chex Mix with coconut and all the bad things for you. Like high fructose corn syrup. Oh, just, it'll yeah. kill you. Yeah. Immediately. Worth it. And it's so good. Worth it's going it. to be a great ride. On, yeah. If I, if, if they were like, eat this and you will die, I'll yeah. be like, fine. Yeah. Give it to me. So we make all these things. 
And then we put them in these little boxes and we go out and we deliver them to our friends and family. And we put on like little bells sometimes or just um, go around and surprise people. And it's not really a surprise anymore because we do it every year, but we love doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, My favorite. Last year uh, I gave birth and Paul came to visit me and she was like, I'll cook you food and whatever, you know, because I gave yeah. her like, like Thanksgiving week. So she came down in, Chris, in Christmas time. She's like, what do you want? What are you craving? What do you want? Like, I'll help you with food. And I'm like, uh, crap. Could crap. you, could you, make? and she made literally like my whole countertop. She's like quadrupled the recipe, countertop full of crack. And I'm like, yes, I feel like you're yeah. Walter White and I'm Jesse. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I make it oh, and I see chef. I kill everybody. Yeah. You kill everyone. And I, I was happy. I ruined lives. I was happy. Merry Christmas. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then favorite holiday drink or just a seasonal drink, I think mm-hmm. for me. And you yeah. know this one about me, hot toddy. Hot it's my go-to. Yeah, so simple. For those of you who don't know, it's like whiskey, water, lemon, honey, and cinnamon. And we mm-hmm. add some amaretto sometimes. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. A little amaretto mm-hmm. twist. And it's just like kind of clean, but delicious. And it gets the whiskey right in there, which is Usually don't ask them to put amaretto in it, like pro tip. Right. Ask. Yeah. Order hot toddies and then ask for a shot of amaretto on the side and yep. then you control how much goes in. And usually we can either split like one shot between the two or even sometimes like between three or four drinks because you just mm-hmm. need a little amaretto. A little goes a long way with that. Yep. But it's so co- yeah, cozy, comforting, yum. Hot. Mm. Just, I kind of want one right now. Yeah. That oh. does sound really good. Anyway. Okay. Moving on. Covered. Um, oh. How did you meet and become such great friends? I think we shouldn't answer this right now. Agreed. So we're... Because we have answered it already and it's going to be on our IGTV. Yeah. But also... We should... Okay. So um, in the next couple of podcasts... A little deep dive. Yeah. We're going to do a deep dive on me, on Ashley, and then on our friendship. Us together. Yeah. So what you need to know about Call? Yep. What you need to know about me? And us. And us. But in a nutshell, just really, really quick, not to like throw out a question and be like, we're not going to answer that. We met in college. Yep. It was Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. Wow. And we've been through a lot together, like big life events, big things, and like talk about loyal AF. So at this point, we've been friends for, we met in 2004. So do the math. And what are we? 2018? So 14 yeah. years. We've been friends wow. for 14 years. Wow. Yeah. There's a whole lot to unpack in that. Yep. But we'll just leave it at that little snack. Yeah. If you want it. And we're both from Portland and yeah. stuff. So we met at U- We went to University of Oregon. Yeah. And we met as little college kids there. Oh. Little ducklings. Little ducklings. Uh-huh. But yeah, we will really unpack that in a future podcast coming soon. Probably in the new year. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. Last question. How do we, how, this is some advice and I love people asking for advice. You might even take one more for advice, but I think this is a really relevant one. How do you, Hold get, on. I'm open any bath, you know, <laughs> just let the people know I am showing up. Carry on. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Great. Wow. Um, how, <laughs> bottoms up. How do you get through the craziness of this season and stay sane? And healthy. Mm. Um, <laughs> how do you do it, Ash? How do you do the craziness of the holiday season and yeah. stay sane and healthy? And stay sane and healthy. Like, how do you come out of this alive? Well, I think that's... Um, okay, so holiday season one thing. Also, just life is another thing. Because I feel like one thing, especially women... I'm going to guess mostly women are listening to this podcast. Yeah. Women and your 
incredibly supportive husband. Right. So I feel like women in general are very good at pleasing people Mm -hmm. and putting themselves last, not taking care of themselves. So first things first, how to survive any any anything in life, but especially like the crazy seasons, when you feel like you don't have time to pour into you, that's when you need to do it the most. I instead of saying I, I you know, oh my gosh, I'm so busy, it's much better to spin it that I'm very in demand right now. But so like, you know, I'm like I'm so in demand right now, but you also are not gonna show up in the way that you want to show up in all the many hats that you wear if you don't take care of you first. So I know on the days that I have no time to work out, I'm working out. I know on the days that I have no time to listen to personal development and like, you know, tell my brain where to go and keep my brain on track. I'm listening to personal development or doing personal development because I'm the only one to take care of me really in the way that I need to be taken care of. And that's what self-care looks like to me. Now, maybe for you, it's a bubble bath. Maybe I was actually listening to a podcast on the way here. And she talked about self-care for her. She said she sucks at it. And she said, um, sometimes online shopping is self-care for her. And she's like, even if I don't check out, even if I'm just shopping around, it feels good. And I actually totally agree with that. Like, I love to window shop online. I put things in the cart all the time. I don't have to check out. But, like, even something as small as that, like, something that is just pouring into you. Yeah. I think think that's that's important. Well, and, yeah. Especially during the holiday season when it's, like, it's supposed to be about everybody else. Mm-hmm. You come last all the time, but especially during the holidays. And if you're a mom, I think it's like even more than that because you've got your kids that you're trying to make it really special for. Right. It's just like, it's more important than ever to take care of you. Yeah, absolutely. My advice, I love all that. We can, of course. You do. Of course we're, I do. Because we're, yeah. we're the same. Yeah, I was just really soaking that in. I was vibing it. Um, that's what we were thinking. I never say that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, woo. Um, what I would say is, I think sometimes, like being aware of when you're overcommitting or overextending, mm. and being okay with just saying or not doing things that you thought you were going to do, and just learning how to say no or just switch gears. And so sometimes things sound super fun, like oh, I'm going to make all these cookies to take to Thanksgiving or I'm going to make this homemade whatever, whatever, whatever. And only do those things if it really sounds fulfilling to you. Yeah. Like today I made pies because I wanted to and I had a ton of fun. Yeah. And I loved it. And you love cooking. I love cooking. But there are times when I commit to cooking and then I'm not loving it and then it becomes stressful and then you start resenting things and it's okay to just be like, you know what, I'm going to go pick up stuff from a bakery today instead. Or this just isn't going to get done and that's okay. Mm -hmm. We're going to switch gears and make a new plan so I can take care of myself. And I feel like the, if you really think about like why people love you or why people want you around, it's not because you make the best pie. It's not because we have the cutest like Christmas decorations and the warmest, most inviting house. It's because of what you as a human bring. So like you can buy the store bought, like you wanted to make those pies today, but your family is not excited about your pies as much as they're excited about you being there yeah so whatever you come with or bring to the table so to speak whether it's actually to a table or just like if you're hosting this year and you feel like your house has to be perfect it doesn't yep it doesn't and here's also what you're going to see a lot online too is like perfect christmas trees and everyone dressed in matching pajamas all the time and perfect all this and those that stuff's great if you mm-hmm. want to do that that's great right but don't feel like you have to just because you see it online you know yeah. like take the pressure off if you just want to like make hot chocolate and get in your old scrubby pjs on christmas eve and watch a movie because that sounds good 
do it. Do it. Like just do, don't forget to just do the things you want to do and not feel pressure to do what's going to make a good picture. And I also will say one thing that saved a lot of stress for me and my family is we no longer do presents. So I think for kids, presents are really fun and they like are such a fun experience and it's really fun to buy for kids and like whatever. As adults now, I feel like when you need something, buy it. Like I don't ever, I'm not ever, ever anymore like, oh, I need that. I'm going to put it on my Christmas list. I'm going to hold back on buying it. And so what I find, what I was finding myself doing for my parents and my siblings and even John was like, oh shit. Okay. I got to like buy for all these people. Like I would have this huge list, rent a dollar a month. Then I had to go buy something for them that I didn't even know if they were going to use. I would spend my time shopping for something that maybe was just going to be either returned or sitting on their shelf. They didn't know if they wanted it. I'm spending my money. And so what we do instead now is experiences. I love it. So like last year for Christmas, I we bought my dad and stepmom plane tickets to come down so that they could spend time with us because, you know, Rev was just born. Mm-hmm. So doing that, the year before that, like my dad bought us this pedal, like this we rode, but it, was, it wasn't even around Christmas. It was in the summertime. He bought this coupon thing where we rode bikes together and like toured food carts in Portland. But those are what I'm going to look back on as my memories. So if you've got kids, I think there's something to be said for that. But um, if buying gifts from people is stressing you out, maybe throw that out to your family that you don't do that with your family. You don't buy gifts. You do an experience and you go to a play or you go to dinner together or you do, you know, something. Yeah. And let people in on the why. Like, it's okay to say, this is stressing me out this year. Can we do X, Y, Z? And people are going to rally around that and be like, we love you. Of course. That sounds great. You have two or whatever. Well, and I think it stresses a lot of people out. So they'd be like, dude, me too. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. So take the pressure off yourself. Bottom Bottom line. Take the pressure off yourself. Take care of yourself. Do what you want to do. And, um, and people will love you. And the people that don't love you. They're probably not your... They can scram. They can scram. They can scram. And actually, they're probably the ones that are hurting the most. The people that yeah. don't support people who are putting themselves first, they're the ones that are hurting the most. So mm-hmm. just maybe love on them extra. Hurt people hurt people. Yep. You know? Okay. Rant and rage. Do you have a rant? Yeah. I have a major fucking rant. Rant me. Missed, you guys. Need me your rant. So, again, I don't know. Hopefully, this is going to be relevant. But in this moment, this is my rant. So years ago, uh, I had this something happen where I was having headaches every single, it was 2013, headaches every single day, migraines, tension headaches. I was in and out of the doctor's office. I was going and trying all these different procedures, acupuncture, chiropractic, like massage. I was literally doing everything, getting surgical injections, met with a neurologist. I was about to have a spinal fusion. I was 22 at the time. And, um... Turns out I went off birth control and they went away. So I got my life back. But that that period of my life was when I was in my most depressed stage. Um, because if you have like any sort of chronic pain, it can cause that. Anyway, the last two weeks it's been coming back. So I've been having several days a week this like insane tension in my neck. And then this the tension headaches are like for me, crazy tight neck with like, it feels like there's a rubber band just pushing mm-hmm. against your forehead. So it's like, if you were strapped down to a bed or something with a rubber band, it's getting tighter and tighter and tighter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like taking medicine for it. Right. So I'm, I'm looking for alternative solutions. Uh, several people recommended magnesium. So I will let you know if that works for me. Colleen served me some of that right before this episode. Did you have a headache when you came here? No, because I took medicine. Okay. Okay. So, so you don't know what it's, I mean, you wouldn't know really. Yeah, I wouldn't have noticed. But, um, but I do still feel tightness in my neck. Um, and then the other thing that maybe is causing it 
because the last time that I remember I was like, oh, because the other thing is I've been super bitchy today. Mm. I've been in the last couple of days just been like wanted to snap at my husband and I want to be an asshole and like things are setting me off. Doesn't make sense. But then someone, I saw someone said Mercury is in retrograde, which I don't even know what that means. I was say, what does that really mean? I'm but I remember it's something about the universe and mm. like, like it's spinning the other way. I don't know what's happening. There's something in the solar system happening. I actually haven't even Googled it in years. Um, but I remember the last time this happened when I was like going through this, a bunch of shit. I don't know if I was being bitchy or tired or what was going on. And someone Someone that like really is into astrology and stuff that I love and know and trust sent a message and was like, oh my God, I've been feeling that like that too. Mercury is in retrograde. How long is Mercury in retrograde for? I don't know. And it How seems like it's happening too often. You need to do some research. Yeah, I'm going to do some research stuff. and I'll bring it back. And next week I'll talk to you about what you need to know or something about Mercury in retrograde so we know. But I'm pissed about it. I'm yeah. pissed that this universe is doing this to me. Well, the thing that's hard too is when you're feeling pain deep inside oh you for a long yeah. time. It comes out in ways you don't feel like you. Right. I mean, of course you're going to be snappy. John, John was like, what time should we book this appointment? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, whoa. Well, <laughs> Actually, t- tone it down. But. Well, and then it's then you feel bad. And mm-hmm. then it's like a spiraling thing. But yeah. I'm going to send you home. Don't let me forget to send you home yeah. with the magnesium nitrate I have. Yeah. And then I hope you feel better. So. That's my rant. So. What's yours? Any, any things going on in your world? Well, mine's kind of like a, a sweet kind of rant. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. But I think a lot of you can probably relate. So I work from home a lot. Yeah. So I, I'm not all the time. I travel a lot for work. Um, I'm a sales manager, for those of you who don't know. I'm on conference calls a lot. And one of my big things that I've been working on with myself is speaking up more on conference calls. Conference calls can be very intimidating. Um, yeah. You know, and especially it, when you're on calls with a seat at the table, um, it's important that people hear your voice. It's important that you speak up and say what you're, you know, whatever you have to say. And women especially don't do it enough. So this has been one of the things I've been working on this week. I had a couple of important conference calls. I had, I had, uh, animal. I had arrows I was pulling out to shoot. Yeah. And like <laughs> three or four times. Oh yeah. I was Katniss on conference calls this week. I go to unmute my phone and I'm getting a lot of deliveries right now from Amazon. Just various things we're ordering. Every time it seemed like I unmuted my phone this week. The delivery guy is here. Betty's going crazy. On She's going crazy. And I, it's so embarrassing because I've unmuted and I've said, like, hey guys, it's Colleen. Da 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 da. And one time, I think I actually said shit before I muted. So everyone on this call just heard shit and then heard nothing. You know, because you can't. You can't and yeah, the right. dog's still going nuts. Right. And then I'm gonna make some quirky quip about like, oh I got my duck dog or whatever. Yeah. Dumb. And so anyway, that's like, oh when you have a deal, we're gonna uh no, well, I, I got the wiener dog. Little minute wiener dog. <laughs> that's my wiener freaking out, sorry. <laughs> oh my god. But it just was like yeah. it was a lot this week. It happened today, it happened like two days ago. It's brutal. And and she doesn't calm down fast, so I'm on there, she goes, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> God, <laughs> and then I'm like so ticked off, and I go to like get out of compound. She's just waving her tail, looking at me. Oh, I saved her life. She's so cute, and yeah. she's ruining my career. Yeah, I'm kidding. I mean, you know, there she is. 
The Little Bandit. Okay, that's my rant. <laughs> what is your rave? All right, so I feel like I've been, because I've been in this book, I really had to search. Last week, I couldn't search for a rant. I really was pulling a rant out of my ass. This week, I'm kind of pulling a rave a little bit out of my ass. <laughs> I would say probably the biggest rave that has happened for us, and it's going to be super anticlimactic, I would guess. We finally... I am 30, almost 34. My husband is 41 or two, something like that. We finally have a financial advisor. Oh, that's cool. And it's a really big, it feels like a very grown-up thing to do. Responsible. We met with them, and it feels like he's always been the finance guy, And but I also feel like if he dies, I don't know what the hell. You need to yeah. know what's happening. know what's going on. Yep. So we met with her together, and um, I feel really great about it and really excited and she has a really great plan for us. And like, it just feels good to feel like, oh, I'm being responsible, yeah. taking care of something that I should. And hopefully, I mean, financial advisors, uh, you know, they're supposed to help you make your money work for you. Right. I feel excited about that. So that's, that's awesome. a big step. That's a big step. Yeah. That's definitely in a, you know, a week of pain. Yeah. A highlight. Right. Very highlight. Yeah. For me. Here is my rave. What's so, your rave about, girl? My rave, and this sounds so self-absorbed, but it's kind of about myself. So there have been some <laughs> things that have been on my to-do list forever that I finally got done this week and it felt so good. So I purged my closet. I got rid of, th- there's huge garbage bags behind me full of clothes. I got rid of so much shit. Oh I didn't God. feel like a hoarder when I did it. Like normally when I'm going through things, I'm like, I can't let go of this. Possibly I haven't worn it in 10 years. Yeah. It's nice stuff, but I just like if I haven't worn it since my last purge, it's gotta go. Right. Um, I organized all my makeup. <gasps> I like that's a huge one. A huge one. Bought little containers from Amazon and like yeah. categorized everything, and I'm feeling like a boss. So, yeah. Anyway, that's, that's my. No, I haven't read this book, but life changing magic of tidying up. Yeah, I started I, reading it. But same. Like, I bought it and read like thirty pages, and it's. But it was like if you look on Amazon, it has like the. Like most amount of reviews, like five star reviews on Audible, same thing. Like it's a light, it's literally a life changing magic of tidying. It's that's like that's that feng shui. Like yeah. if everything's orderly, then things in your life start perpetuating. Yeah. Or something. Um, so that's it. in your closet, trim overflows into everything. That's exactly right. Yeah. Clean up your makeup. Clean up your life. Change your life. <laughs> exactly. Hashtag. <laughs> All right, you guys. We love you. Love you. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you for sipping with us. And you can sip with us always. always. See you next Tuesday!